mm-hmm. um, writing this four months earlier and then realizing, um, you know, saying things like this coming year, you know, I'm going to spend more time with you. I'm going to make you more proud. I'm going to tell you I love you more. And that, you know, that's it. <laughs> I can't, <laughs> you know, um, mm-hmm. it's the, the hard stop of the whole thing really, um, really affected me. And it really made me, uh, brought me, you know, joy that I had done that, you know, that I, that I made that decision to share this and to, to, to put it out there. And that it was in this space that people could, people could read it and they could, they could relate to it. And that, and then that this, in, the impact it had on my, uh, on, on my mother and just our relationship and, uh, in the presence of where I was at that moment, it really was um, a comforting thing. I guess that's how you put it. You say it was a comforting thing. Welcome to the Gratitude Podcast on www.georgeandbenta.com, where you'll hear a new story each week that will inspire more gratitude in your own life. Our mission is to inspire 100,000 people to discover how to feel gratitude and live a happy life through the amazing life stories of our successful guests and their actionable tips. And now, the host of our podcast, George Benta. Hi, Gratitude Seeker. Welcome to a new episode of the Gratitude Podcast. Today, with us, we have Chris Palmer. His story of why he actually created Gratitude Space is very touching. And I will be letting him tell, tell you the story because uh, I feel it's, it's so... Um, intimate and it's so touching that uh, it's best that you you hear it from him so he created gratitude space and i was uh, and i am part of uh, gratitude space i've been interviewed by by chris on his website and he's doing some some amazing things but firstly let's get to know chris a little bit hi chris welcome to the gratitude podcast Hi, Georgiana. Uh, it's great to be here. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. So let us know a little bit more about you and also about what motivated you to create Gratitude Space. Um, okay, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll do my best to uh, not to make it too, uh, I, could, I could drag the story, you know, the story on for, for a long time, but um, uh, basically, uh, what happened was in the fall of 2013, I was uh, listening to a podcast. Actually, I was listening to the Adam Carolla show, and uh, and uh, he was talking about um, how how birthdays and celebrating birthdays were almost like appreciation trophies, and and that if you really wanted to make your birthday special, that you should make it about somebody else. That was the gist of it, and um, that really resonated with me, being that my birthday was coming up. Um, this was probably, you know, this was the fall and my birthday is December 30th. So I'm, I'm a birthday at the end of the year. And I started thinking about this idea of, um, you know, celebrating somebody else because, you know, it once, you know, it's great. I'm alive for one more year, but it's not really, you know, it's not that that's not to me personally, that's not very special. You know what I mean? Uh, I think yeah. it's taking, taking the time to think of somebody else in your life and reflecting that outward i think is more beneficial for everybody period um so what i did is i got up really early uh december 30th of 2013 and i i decided that i was going to um write basically um what became a gratitude letter to my mother 
Uh, you know, she, she was there when I was born. She, she has memories of this actual day. You know, she has experiences. Um, it's, it's more, it felt like it was more of a celebration to her than to me because it's only, because frankly, it was only because of her. So I, I wrote this, um, very simple letter to her, uh, telling her that I was going to love her, uh, tell her I love her more often. I was going to make her proud, uh, more proud this coming year. And just, uh, I was going to spend more time with her and all these things. And, and this is, this is, so what happened was because we have a thing called social media, I just wrote this letter and I, I put it on her timeline because I just wanted her to be surprised by it. I just wanted her to come upon it and read it and not have any idea about it. And, um, and what happened was, you know, I'm talking to my dad later that day and I, I go, uh, you know, I go, so did mom, did mom read the letter? And he said, he said, yeah, she did. And I said, well, um, he said, he said, Chris, he's like, she, she needs some time with it. Um, she, she can't, she, she can't, she can't talk to you right now, which it just, uh, really, um, it really moved me because that's not what I was going for. And I could have never imagined anything stopping my mother and her tracks in such a sense that she was so emotional and that it connected so much with her that she, she couldn't even talk to me at that moment. You know what I mean? Like she needed time with it. It was that, um, it was that moving to her. And, um, and, and because of that, <laughs> it became more moving to me. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I, I was just expressing love, um, which she totally deserved. And she knew, she knew I love her. And, and, uh, and, and then um, I made this public post and I don't, on her, on her end, I don't even think it had anything to do with it being public. You know what I mean? But mm -hmm. um, the fact that I, I just, I sat it in this space where she could, just come up on it. And then on top of that, other people could read it because other people did read it. You know, our friends read it. Um, you know, my friend, you know, people, because I put it in that space, people read it and they, and they both, they, they got to experience this pure love, this appreciation for my mother. And it resonated with a lot of people because there's a lot of people, people love, but there's a lot of people who love my mother, you know? Um, <laughs> so it was, uh, you know, uh, it was a very, uh, it was a very beautiful thing. Um, and, and moving forward and trying to speed up the story because we have such little time, um, you know, what, what happened in the coming months, I could have never foreseen happening. Um, it was, uh, it was four months to the day later, um, on April 30th, uh, that my mom, uh, passed away. And uh, she, her, what happened in those four months is her, uh, her cancer came back with a vengeance and, um, and it just wasn't, uh, it wasn't going to take no for an answer this time. And um, it was, uh, so it was uh, April 30th, she passed away and, and it was probably about a week later when we're having her um, service that, you know, my dad asked me if I wanted to speak. And I, I just came back to this letter and I was thinking about this letter. And even in what I did is I had my, um, my cousin read it for me. Cause I just didn't want to, I just couldn't be in an emotional space to go read that, you know, because, mm -hmm. um, writing this four months earlier and then realizing, um, you know, saying things like this coming year, you know, I'm going to spend more time with you. I'm going to make you more proud. I'm going to tell you, I love you more. And that's, you know, that's it. 
<laughs> I can't, <laughs> you know, um, mm -hmm. it's the, the hard stop of the whole thing really, um, really affected me. And it really made me, uh, brought me, you know, joy that I had done that, you know, that I, that I made that decision to share this and to, to, to put it out there and that it was in this space that people could, people could read it and they could, they could relate to it. And that, and then that this, in, the impact it had on my, uh, on, on my mother and just our relationship and, uh, and in the presence of where I was at that moment, it really was, um, a comforting thing. I guess that's how you put it. You'd say it was a comforting thing. Um, mm -hmm. so fast forwarding, you know, the that following year was very difficult and, uh, my birthday came again and I decided to write a letter for my dad. I did the same thing. I, uh, I put it in a space and I, um, and I shared this love with him. And, and from that, um, I, I realized the power of writing gratitude letters and the power of putting these, these, these acts of love, these, these words of love in a place where people could um, see them and, and, and could be touched by them. And that's, I initially started a website called letters of gratitude.org. This, this initiated people to share letters of gratitude and um, it's, and, and that's, that's what sprung a really long journey of collecting letters and, and even talking to kids and, and, you know, getting on a train and crossing the country and, 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 and collecting videos and letters in Seattle and, and going down to San Francisco and Los Angeles and, and Las Vegas and, and then doing gratitude New York and, and and these interviews with yourself and these other people it all it all sprung from that initial um act um the the you know the morning of the december 30th of 2013. that's amazing and i think it's it's so inspiring and it makes us think and i i think that's um that's the most beautiful part it's, it makes us think about the people in our life that we appreciate because most of the times when when i ask people what what they're grateful for they they talk about their parents and um not all of us are strong enough emotionally to actually let them know to let them know that we love them or that we are grateful for them and for the things that they they did and i think it, this is This is very inspiring and I'm I'm really happy that you you shared with us your your beautiful story and I think it's it's amazing that um you were able to do so many things out of that initial gratitude space. Thanks Georgian. I um I appreciate, you know, it's it's a journey and um it's uh It's it's some it's it's hard to find gratitude and grief, but um, there's you know there's a lot there's a for example okay if <laughs> if you're really grieving somebody it's because you had a connection with them and um, like a love relationship and the fact of the matter is and it's sad but it's true that if you if you love somebody one of you eventually is going to pass away. Um, yeah. it's kind of, it's the agreement. It's, it's a silent agreement when you love somebody. Um, but you know, I'll take that. I'll take that agreement any day of the week. 
to have, you know, to have that love, to have that friendship, to have those memories, um, to have these feelings, um, I'll take that agreement. And it's just, it's what it is, um, you know, at the end of it. And, and even in, you know, when you see someone in pain, you know, when I, I say, you know, with my mother, for example, and being there through hospice and, and all these things, um, I'm grateful she's not in pain anymore, man. Straight mm -hmm. up. You know what I mean? When mm -hmm. you, you know, it's, it's what it is. It's the backside of things, but it's, um, it's something to be grateful for. Um, that, 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 that pain has recessed and that's not, that's not going on anymore, you know? Um, so, you know, I, 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 and then even, you know, I, I go, okay, I'm, I'm grateful. I had an amazing mother for 34 years, man. That's, that is, you know, I mean, I, I know how fortunate I am. Um, I know people that have never met their mothers. I know, you know, there's people that didn't have good mothers or, or whatever, you know, um, you know, I, I know that's a, a really fortunate thing. And I got to, I got to be present for that for 34 years, which is a huge blessing and something to be grateful for. Um, I would have loved to have more time, but that's not, that's not the point here. The point is I'm, I understand my place in this thing, you know what I mean? And, and how fortunate I am and was. Exactly. Yeah. And it's, it's a great reminder for, for all of us that, like you said, we have this agreement with the people in our life that sooner or later, whether us or them, will uh, not be here anymore. And I think this is this is in part really beautiful because it makes us appreciate the moments that we have with them much more, knowing that whether we like it or not, it's going to end at one point. And I think it's it's very important to to realize that and um, maybe get inspired by what you did and show that gratitude, write that gratitude letter. And what I also love about your story is the fact that you didn't feel like it was you had to write like a a, a gratitude letter, like a classical gratitude letter written by hand and. Uh, sent by post or something like this i think it's it's great for our listeners to also think about the fact that we can write a gratitude letter in different ways that maybe are easier for us or um that that don't make the process hard harder than it should and i i think that's that's a great idea even though of course probably the the best way and the most um personal way is uh, handwriting but there are other ways in which we can do this and if we would uh, much easier do this do this much easier and it's much more probable for us to actually get around to doing it I think it's much better to to do this even if it's not that like the uh, the high the high end of it like the handwritten um thank you letter and i think that's that's a really important point to make that we can all do this and we don't have to make it complicated that's that's basically what i i was uh trying to say i i completely agree with you and that and that uh made it me reminded me of another point i wanted to make a, or i wanted to talk about real quick was you know i initially started collecting these letters and i had this big 
moonshot idea of I wanted a hundred thousand letters of gratitude. I wanted to do, you know, I, I had this big goal and I was, I was collecting these letters, but I realized that it's, is a huge ask. Um, like you're saying, it's a, it's an, it's, it's a big ask when you ask somebody to write a letter just because people don't normally do that. And, and, and what it came down to is all I really wanted to do was I wanted, I wanted people to connect with this idea of gratitude and realize how wonderful the lives were. I just, I just wanted that click. You know what I mean? I just wanted to create the moment of that happening. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Somebody go, who am I grateful for? Or what am I grateful for? I just wanted that click. And the most amazing thing was, is that, um, is that when I started doing the videos, the videos did that in an instance, the video, <laughs> when I asked somebody, you know, what are three things you're grateful for? I've done it. When I said, you know, when I say who, you know, who in your life are you grateful for and why I've created that exact, I've, I've, I've flicked the switch. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've done it. Um, I've created the moment and that's, and that's all I want to do, um, Georgina, is I just, I just want to create the moment. And I, and I believe that, that you and I are gratitude creators. Um, we, we, create, we create these things that assist people to get into that moment. And, and again, that's what a video is. Somebody listening to your podcast, that triggers that moment. They're listening about people sharing gratitude it's making them hear these words. It's making them in their minds think, what am I grateful for? Or what am I taking for granted? Uh, watching a video does the same thing. When you see somebody go, well, I'm grateful for this. Or if you read a letter, these, all these things are just, they're, they're triggers to assist people to get into the moment. And the more that we can put out into the world, these more of these things, the more uh, joy and more love that's going to be in the world. And the world becomes a better place because of it definitely definitely and especially in these times when we are challenged as as a society to either grow and um choose to be different while we're in in this situation and also after the situation will um will pass and i think it's 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 an important moment for for all of us to to make a choice and um yeah i think it's it's so important to to realize that we have this choice and that we can make a better choice this time and to to do things differently from from now on and definitely your ideas are are right on point with this Thanks. And yeah, and, and um, you know, speaking real quickly to what's going on right now, um, I just wanted to read real fast something that I, I read on Facebook the other day that really stopped me in my tracks and, uh, and I think really brings home. Um, I'm just going to read it instead of trying to explain it because it's sure. the way it is. So I'll be, <laughs> I'll do my best to keep my I'll, I'll do my best to keep my uh, professional voice because when I get in our staring it gets it gets to me a little bit so um, it says uh, just so I never forget April thirteenth two thousand twenty gas price near my home was one thirty nine a gallon school school closed until who knows 
self-distancing measures on the rise, tape on the floors at grocery stores and others to help distance shoppers, limited number of people inside stores, therefore lines outside the doors, non-essential stores and businesses mandated closed, parks, trails, entire cities locked up, entire sports seasons canceled, concerts, tours, festivals, entertainment events canceled, weddings, family celebrations, holiday gatherings canceled, no gatherings of 50 or more, then 10 or more, children's outdoor play parks are closed, we are to distance from each other, government closes the borders to all non-essential travel, stadiums and recreational facilities are up for the overflow of COVID-19 patients, Barely anyone on the roads, people wearing masks and gloves outside. This is the coronavirus pandemic declared March 11, 2020. So why, you ask, do I write this status? Because one day it will show up in my memory feed and it will be a yearly reminder that life is precious and not to take the things we dearly love for granted. We have so much to be thankful for and to be grateful for. Be kind to each other, love one another, and support everyone. This episode is brought to you by Let's Get Checked, the leading provider of at-home health tests. Are you looking to improve your thyroid levels? With Let's Get Checked, you can do a simple at-home health test that will give you a complete picture of your hormonal health in five days. Did you know that 42% of people have said that they have never tested their thyroid function? Thyroid function is important for a number of different functions, regulating the metabolism, stimulating digestion, bone maintenance, brain development, and cardiovascular health. Some of the main symptoms of thyroid imbalance include weight gain, fatigue or feeling tired all the time, slow pulse or heart rate, hair loss or thinning, poor tolerance of the cold, depression, dry, coarse or thickened skin, constipation, hand tingling or pain, irregular period or low sex drive, muscle cramps or impaired memory. So how does the process work? Your test is delivered straight to your door. You just have to self-collect your blood sample from the tip of your finger, mail the sample back to their accredited laboratories in the prepaid label and receive support and guidance from the LGC medical team who are available 24-7 to offer you the personalized advice you need to know about your hormonal health. This week, Let's Get Checked wants to invite you to join their community with a 20% discount, Gratitude20. It's good to know. That's amazing. I, I wish I'd wrote it. I, I was uh, explaining to you before, it's like I write, you know, I write a blog about, uh, and I spend hours trying to convey how grateful we should be in this time of this time of crisis. And then somebody just states, they just clearly state what's going on outside and they go, I want to be reminded about how good life is because things, you know, because we had all this and right now we don't and we will again, you know, it's, it's just, it just cuts me, man. Like it's that, you know, we, <laughs> so we all take for granted all of these things that are so freaking great, man all the time you know mm. and then if you it, when when little these things start to be taken away from us you can go oh oh i really that that was really you know that was really great what that was and now i can't do you know it's like you got to depreciate what you have you know because <laughs> you can't always not always going to have it you don't know what it is not always going to have it Definitely. but I, that letter this really uh it really tore me up it really got to me um 
is to appreciate what you have and what you're grateful for because all these things we had that we don't have in this moment, we should appreciate those things and not take them for granted. Yeah. I love that. I love that. And when, when I, when we think about it, like we, we have this opportunity actually to, to realize that like you were saying, we may have taken many things for granted and, um, we we want we might want them now but we we just can't in in these moments and i think it's it's a great opportunity to to be grateful for the experiences that we we were able to to enjoy for me for instance um i'm very grateful that we me and my girlfriend were somehow inspired to travel a lot last year and Mm-hmm. Even though it didn't make sense all the time financially or we had to move things around and to make it happen. But now it's amazing that we we, we got to travel so much and to see so many amazing places. It's from, from the perspective of the, the quarantine, those experiences are so much more enriching somehow. And... I think that's that's amazing that we that we got to do do those things and um how we can look at them from a really really different perspective because of uh, this situation for sure man yeah for sure um that's that's a very good point with the this the this the lockdown of travel and the the freedom of that uh just the freedom to travel and and go to the places is uh is it enriches all of our lives and and uh yeah it's amazing it's wonderful you got to do that with your girlfriend last year and and i i won't get into it but i completely understand what you're talking about when you talk about travel and financial <laughs> and uh making sense um but I, I i do believe that life's out there on the you know going being on the road uh that that that's part of my you know my gratitude journey is is taking these uh doing these events and traveling uh you know i called it the punching depression tour when i went out west with everything for almost two months and uh wow so just, cool. <laughs> yeah well yeah it was um man i mean i got you know i i drove it was amazing i drove um up with my dad up to chicago to see my favorite band u2 and with some friends and then the next morning i got on a train and i crossed the whole country on this train uh, to go to Seattle. And um, I just wanted to have this feeling of, you know, being on a journey and, and definitely being, was it 40 hours on a train? <laughs> <laughs> and this is in a, this is in a seat because I, I wasn't going to spend a thousand dollars to be in a coach. Um, you know, <laughs> uh, it, it, you know, it, I, I knew that if I took this idea of, of wanting to spread gratitude and I, and I took it out on the road, I knew that I was going to learn, I was going to meet and have experiences. And basically I was going to elevate and speed up everything. I knew that was going to happen. Um, it's like a leap of faith type of thing. And, um, it did. And that's, um, that, that journey is what, what sprung, you know, took me from letters of gratitude.org to gratitudespace.com and changed everything. My, you know, my discipline of, of these videos became completely made sense. And that's why I've got, you know, I've got hundreds of videos from different places of me and other people uh, going out and initiating gratitude um, from 
just going to different places and meeting new people and, and being in these places. And it, and it, it elevates everything because you're in a new place. It's a new experience. That's what's so exciting about travel. You get out. It's not every day, you know? Um, yeah. Everything's heightened when you're, you're out because you're just in a new place. It's not, it's not familiar. Um, and that's why, you know, with my journey, I know that I couldn't have, I couldn't be where I am if I hadn't have taken that journey, you know? Um, yeah. And even more so, you know, gratitude New York several years back, uh, going and doing events there and just uh, connecting with people there in a big city. Um, it's so simplistic to go into a big city and there's so much going on, but at the same time, there are a lot of people that are grateful and a lot of people will talk, you know, it, it's, it's an amazing thing um, to travel. I guess I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of riffing and ranting, you know, I'll, I'll, st I'll stop on that. <laughs> yeah, on that don't idea. worry. Don't worry. I, I think, I think it's, it's amazing because I'm sure that our listeners can pick up, can pick up on, on your beautiful feeling of gratitude when you, when you talk about these things. And um, I think it's, it's very important to see that we, we have a choice. Like we, both of us could have thought about the, the things that we did in the last few years when it comes to traveling and we could think, oh, that's that's not fair. We can't do this anymore for a while and we don't know for how long. Um, but we can still feel grateful that we did have those experiences and I think that's that's very powerful. But I also wanted to get to something else. How do you stay grateful what do you do to be grateful consistently uh thanks for asking yeah um well i uh there's a few there's a few things i do every day so i have um i have a gratitude journal um i, I would recommend to anybody you can get on like amazon it's called the uh it's gratitude journal five minutes a day to develop gratitude and mindfulness and pro productivity um i really like this little book because it's it's 90 days uh it costs six bucks um, and it's, it's just very simplistic. Um, it goes off the, this, the similar, you've probably heard of the five minute journal. Um, it's, it's similar. Uh, you know, it allows me to just express what I'm grateful for in the morning. Um, gives me a little bit of inspiration and then how I do it instead of at the end of the day, writing what I'm grateful for, I wait till the next morning and I, and it allows me to look back on the day before and just say, Oh, that's, this is nice. This happened. Or I talked to this friend or for example, tomorrow, I'll be writing, um, you know, that I got to do this podcast with you and I got to talk <laughs> about gratitude. Um, that's, that's one thing I, I meditate, um, on average, uh, 10 minutes every day. Uh, it's a big uh, part of my meditation, you know, part of my, uh, staying grateful. Um, obviously when it comes to gratitude creators, because we're creating gratitude, we, we think about it a lot more than other people. And, um, you know, when I receive an interview or if I'm connecting with somebody like yourself, um, it just inspires me to continue doing what I do and keeps me in a grateful state. Um, I'll, I'll tell you, though, something I, I think I fall back on the the conveniences uh, are just the um, the things that are that are so simplistic the most okay so for example i think about water a lot i think about um, mm -hmm. you know the fact that i have running water coming to here i think about how great i am that i just live in this day and age opposed to 100 200 years ago you know the life expectancy being longer we're not going to die these you know the, all these diseases that used to kill people um so so young um 
something, um, one last thing I fall back on a lot is um, breathing. And, and, and I think about this just because of my trauma with my mother, because she was on a respirator and, um, and I just, I have a traumatic memory of uh, being with her and, and hearing her wake up uh, having struggling breathing. And, um, mm-hmm. and it just, it just reminds me of how important the breath is and the fact that how fortunate I am just to be able to breathe um, and to breathe well. Um, these, this simplicity of not, that not being a problem um, really resonates with me. And I even, you know, um, seeing people get older and, and them not being able to physically, just the physicality of being able to walk and the fact that your, your legs work um, are to be able to get around these things. Um, I can fall back on these things really simply just, just because it's just something I think about. Um, and I think, you know, I, so, some people are worse off or not as, you know, worse off than others, but I, I feel like there's a lot of things that consistently are going right for everybody every day. And uh, I think it's easy if you're, if you're being able to think, even if you're just being able to think, if you're being able to hear, being able to see, uh, you know, having running water, uh, electricity, you know, heat, right now it's cold in Kentucky, having heat, you know, uh, these are, these are modern inconveniences that are just, that anybody can latch onto in any given moment and seriously can be grateful for. Exactly. Exactly. I love that. I love that. And yeah, we don't usually, or we just don't need big things to to be grateful consistently. And we, we get to enjoy these smaller things much more often and we can build on these small things, a really beautiful life and, a really grateful life and i think that's that's a really great reminder for for all of us so since we're nearing the end of our time together do you want to share with us um, a few people in your life that you're grateful for and why for sure thank you always um i you know i knew you're gonna ask this and uh i i i could go to my number one and number two but i i wanted to i wanted to think about this question a little more three-dimensionally so the person i want to thank is a man named uh kevin d caldwell he's a uh, keynote speaker a motive and a motivational uh, speaker he's, he's an author and the reason i'm thanking him is because about five years ago when i i connected with him on twitter and he um you know, through gratitude. And what he did is one day he sent me a ink.com, um, uh, uh, not interview, uh, a post, uh, from a man named Thomas Kloppolis, uh, that had to do with gratitude. And I read this post and I ended up connecting with Thomas and Thomas has been, uh, he's been my mentor and my friend the last five years. And has he, he, he believes in me and is a grateful man and has, has always had my back and just is an amazing friend, amazing human being. And if it wasn't for Kevin D Caldwell, who I'm very grateful for <laughs> sharing <laughs> him with me, um, I would not have, I would not have that relationship. And, um, and I don't feel like I'd be talking with you honestly right now. Honestly, I wouldn't yeah. without his, uh, his belief and uh, his, his uh, commitment to just being there to talk for me with me and, and helping me out. So, yeah. So Kevin D Caldwell, there's my three dimensional, um, <laughs> <laughs> who I'm grateful for. That, yeah. I think it's, it's such a great perspective. Like we can think about the people in our life, like the ones that are 
close by and, and like the, these are ones that we can think about but there are other people that have had a really beautiful impact in our lives maybe teachers or mentors uh, or just people that we have met maybe on a train or I don't know, in different uh, circumstances that have had uh, an impact in our life that we are grateful for. And I think that's that's such a beautiful way of approaching this. And I think we can all think about one or two people from from that point of view. So thank you very much for all of the, the amazing ideas that you shared with us, for sharing your story and for being so open about it i really appreciate that and um since we're almost at the end of our time together let us know let our audience know where they can get in touch with you um your website and everything uh thank you georgian uh it's it's uh, you can reach me at gratitudespace.com there's a contact uh link in there um that and you can email me there or you could just go to chris at gratitudespace.com is my email um, I'm always uh, looking for people if they want to share stories of something somebody they're grateful for or if anybody wants to recommend somebody to think that would be um, a good interview for the podcast or they have videos, anything they'd like to send. And um, I, I really appreciate your time. And uh, Georgina, I want to I thank you for um, what you've built with the podcast. I, I am very impressed um, with your commitment to do this and to be a gratitude creator and, uh, and just... Um, you know, you showing up every week and reaching out to people. And it's, it's a really beautiful thing that you created. And, and, and I know again, that what you're doing is so important and that you, that your voice and connecting with these people that it's, it's adding real value into the world and, and creating a better um, today for everybody. Thanks so much, Chris. Thank you so, so much. I really appreciate it. Very welcome. Hey, Gratitude Seeker. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this interview. I really appreciate it. And if you could think of one person that would also benefit from it, share it with them. It might actually be the inspiration that they need to make their day or maybe even their life much better. Thank you so much once again. This has been Georgian Benta. Don't forget to keep seeking and spreading gratitude.